welcome to Inside Independent Publishing. I'm your host, Christopher Locke, and I'm also the IBPA Director of Membership and Member Services. Okay, so selling the film or TV rights to a book is very exciting. It's really cool to see it depicted on the big screen, and it can be lucrative. But how does an independent publisher or author publisher sell the film rights? Well, you're in luck today. We've invited Will Dreaming the Arts publisher, Andreas John, to the podcast, who's had success with this very process. Their New Earth Mythology trilogy by Michael Kep has been optioned for a TV show. All right, welcome, Andreas. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> I am fantastic. Thank you for being on the show. Okay, so I want to start at the beginning uh, of that whole process uh, in terms of like a publisher has a book, they think it would make a great movie or a great TV show. So does the publisher need an agent to sell the rights? And if so, is it a literary agent, a film agent? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, that's a great question. So there's there's actually lots of different avenues that you can go as a publishing company. Um, you know, from my experience, we actually hired a uh, executive producer uh, to come in, an EP, so to speak, who's got experience in being able to pitch these projects. So literary agents, they, they're not really based for this specific uh, kind of model. A literary agent would typically try and market it out to somebody like an EP that would go out and do this. So as a publishing company or an independent publishing company, I would recommend uh, creating your project and then approaching one of those executive producers that has the connections, getting them on board. Once they sign on, they love the project, they're the ones that are going to be able to move you forward and, and get the ball rolling with, with the next steps. Interesting. And so you mentioned like create the project. So can you tell me like, what, what does that mean? That's like a, some type of pitch that you put together explaining why this book would hmm. make a really great movie or TV show, I'm assuming. Yeah, that was a learning process for us too. Uh, so in the TV realm, they look at two main components. Well, there's three actually. One is your pitch Bible. They call it your pitch Bible, which is sort of a graphic interpretation of the project. Then you have the pilot. Now, uh, while the pilot is sort of an example of what this first, um, this, whether it's a TV series or uh, if it's a movie, we're, we're going TV series. That's the direction we went with this project just because it's, it's such a vast project and streaming is the direction where a lot of this stuff is going. We felt like for us the best long-term commitment was to go and approach the, the TV streaming market. So when you create your, your pilot, um, you know, be prepared because once you advance to the point of shopping that pilot and that pitch Bible, it's all going to change um, probably multiple times as it goes through the ne necessary phases. But with those key components, you can take your book, your project, you can write the pilot, or you can have a, uh, you know, a, a lower budget screenwriter, write that initial pilot if you need to, get the EP excited, get them signed on, then they'll go out, shop the project out. So, oh, and then the treatment, that was the other thing. So a treatment would be kind of a synopsis of TV, ser uh, TV show one, two, three, four. If it's like a 10 episode episodic thing, then you would go one, two, three, four, a little synopsis of each one to kind of carry through the storyline. So it sounds like then that's your decision as a publisher, if it would make a, a TV show versus a movie, like which one's better? Or do, or do you go to somebody and, and they say, you know what, I actually think this would be, be a better movie or something. How does all that work? Well, I think that's a discussion that you have, um, obviously, with the, 
executive producer as well. Um, you know, where, where do you want to go with this, with this show? But the book has a lot to do with it. I mean, does the book translate well to provide enough content, enough source material to have a series um, with Michael's work? Because it's so intricate and complicated. There's a lot going on. I mean, he basically wrote an entire language. Um, it's a project that he's done his entire life. So with the amount of work and, and what's gone into this project, it made more sense to have a series. You couldn't really pack this into one film. I mean, I suppose you could do multiple films, mm. but we felt like this could be a, a better project for just that streaming audience. It seems like that's where people are going right now and that's where they're tuning in. So we wanted to just kind of be a part of that bandwagon as that grows. And because we have enough source material, we felt like, okay, that's the way to go. So really it depends on the book, in my opinion. Is yeah. the, does the book lend enough to drag it out for, you know, five seasons, 10 episodes? Um, that's a that's a pretty daunting task when you look at it like sure, that. Sure, absolutely, so, yeah. I mean, if it well, makes more sense for a, a film, then you can seriously, you can go that direction too. Yeah. So you mentioned this executive producer. Uh, how does someone, where do they exist? Like, how does someone <laughs> find an executive producer and be like, hey, you, I want you to produce my yeah, film. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, well, they don't, they don't produce it. Um, yeah. They shop it. So, uh, and, and there's a lot of those little things in there that I learned over the course of this project, the difference between producers and executive producers hmm. and studios and, and distribution and all of those things. Um, so when, when we found the executive producers that we're working with, um, we had a connection in the industry. You know, you, you just start talking to people in the industry. It's, it's kind of a who you know type of thing. Mm. Uh, look for uh, somebody who's in your area in your community that has done some film work that has been involved in the film work. Um, they can usually lead you to a potential executive producer that you could talk to. That was how we found ours. And she, we met with her, but then of course there's that moment of, okay, uh, you know, you're forming a band at that mm. point. Do we, do we play well together? Mm. And it's from both sides. So you meet with them, you talk to them about what this project might look like. Now, the one thing to remember too is, Anytime you get into the film as a publishing company, uh, you're, you're going to want to have investment for that uh, because getting into film isn't, it's a little different. Well, it's very, very different from the book side, mm -hmm. but you, you need to be thinking about budget and your investment because there's going to be costs to attach talent and to, to attach that talent, you'll usually have some sort of a, uh, whether it's an outside investor or whether it's the publishing company and themselves putting up the cash for that type of thing, they're going to want to plan that out in advance. So when you're talking to this EP, uh, there's usually some sort of a contract that you're going to negotiate with them. And then they're going to get, you know, you're going to, you're going to give them some money in advance uh, because they're going to be working on this project for you. And then of course they're going to get uh, more at the back end. Yeah, that's really interesting because I was assuming that the studio would be once they say, "Hey, yes, we want to option this book." I thought they would cover all those, but it sounds like you, as the publisher, that 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 might deter some people because they go, "Oh my gosh, I, I we have to have more money." Uh, so that's really interesting that you, as an indie publisher, have to then have like a certain amount of money that then attaches, like you said, talent. I mean, can you tell me about that? Like, how do you then you go to people and say, "Look, I promise this will make a good." Uh, movie or TV show, 
give us whatever, a million dollars or whatever, and then we'll be able to attach so-and-so? No, that's a, that's a great question. And so just to clarify on the option. So the way we did it is we basically optioned our own project. Um, so when you, when you go in and you get an option, an option doesn't guarantee you the ability to actually get something produced, or Mm -hmm. it may not even go anywhere at that point. They're, they're considering it. They'll put it on the table. They'll, in fact, I believe if I'm not mistaken, Jess Walter, um, who's in our neck of the woods had his, one of his original books that did very well optioned for a very long time, but it never made it to, to the screen. So options are definitely, um, you know, something that you can pursue as an independent publisher. If you're going for an option, that would be typically done through, you know, obviously then you'd be reaching out to the studios yourself, but it's, it's hard because you don't have those connections with those individuals. So mm-hmm. the direction that we went was to instead option our own project. So that means that we're going to take on the, the role of attaching the talent and working with the individuals that are in the industry so that they can attach the talent. And of course that does require some investment side. So if you believe in your project and you think your project will make for good TV, mm. then you go out and you, you lay it out in front of those individuals that obviously are in the industry. And if, if they like it and they want to attach themselves to it, then you just continue going on to the next step. Mm-hmm. So with us, it was first executive producer, then, of course, there was the rewrite of everything that we did. <laughs> so, you know, she goes in and says, oh, this script needs work. We, can't, we cannot pitch it like this. It, it needs some edits. This is how we need to do it. Um, we made all of those changes. We completely revised the pitch Bible. We revised the treatment. And once we spent, and we, there was a considerable amount of time spent just on that. Hmm. Once that was then ready, then we went out and we pitched it to directors. Hmm. Which directors could we hopefully get excited about the project that would be interested in this project? And you know, you just go through these steps. And when we were lucky, we were able to attach uh, Lisa Demain. And she's a director for a show called Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is on Netflix. She also was the first uh, assistant director for the first season of Westworld, which is a, a show that was on HBO Max. Yeah, did very course. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's been involved with numerous uh, TV shows now. Chicago, I believe it's Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. There's a couple mm-hmm. of those the Chicago series that she mm-hmm. works on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's also involved with a new show called The Rookie mm-hmm. that's on network. So we felt really lucky to have her talent attached to the project. So once she attached to the project, then the next step for us was to find a showrunner. Mm-hmm. And a showrunner is sort of that next big piece. Showrunner is the person who's, they're the author essentially of the show. Mm. They're going to be in charge of the writing room. They're going to be the ones who deliver that project to uh, the market, essentially, they're going to be working with hand in hand with the director. They're going to be the ones that are going to say, okay, this is, this is the vision of the show. Let's make sure this vision is being represented correctly. Mm-hmm. And the recommendation with that would be to have a showrunner that one, um, is, is if you can get a showrunner that's been there and done that, um, that's fantastic. Uh, but you get into some of these bigger showrunners, like for example, J.J. Abrams. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows who J.J. Abrams is. Um, you know, we certainly entertained working with those individuals. And of course, will they even look at your project? Will they attach themselves to your project? But then you also come with that. Are they so big that your project may just be another one on mm. the shelf? Um, we felt like for us, as we explored and communicated with the opportunity with showrunners, we found a connection with George Strayton. And George Strayton has been involved with uh, with J.J. Abrams and, and Bob Orsi. They, oh. He's done Transformers. He's been in the writing room. He's been involved with a lot of those individuals. So, And he's, he's, uh, he's just got the right character for the – it goes back to you're building the band. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we met with George and, and Lisa, of course – that she has to be involved in that decision. And then of course, Michael, the author, he's um, the brain behind this entire project and there's things that he knows. So you, you go through all of these uh, kind of meetings and, and again, do, does, do we all play well together and does it all gel? And then you hope that they say, yeah, I want to do this project. And then you, you attach them to the project. Um, you could go after talent if you want, you could, mm-hmm approach um agents for talent and try and attach talent we chose this direction because we felt like for us we get the director the showrunner then at that point project gets again completely rewritten (laughs) script Mm -hmm. script in fact george george didn't even look at the original script (laughs) he's Uh, like he's uh like i'm gonna gonna do something completely new (laughs) uh goes in and and analyzes the series um new script comes out, new pitch Bible comes out. And so this is the the stage that I was kind of talking to you about where mm. you're in development at this point, you're mm. in development for TV. Now, George is going through and now he's communicating with studios because that's the showrunner, George and Lisa. So George and Lisa are communicating with studios as is our executive producer, which is her name is JD. Um, so they're now with their agents talking to studios, talking to distribution companies to find the best place for us to produce and to distribute the project. Yeah. Wow. So so that's where we're at right now um, with the project. Yeah. Lots of moving parts there. And uh, I'm interested because you you mentioned about the author. So uh, I'm I'm wondering like in terms of like like how much does the publisher, like are you all the ones like doing all this pitching and all that, how much do you work with the author in terms of them pitching things? I mean, uh, just what's that relationship there? I mean, they wrote the book, but you all published it. So uh, how does all that work? Well, uh, that's a great question as well. So there's two directions that this can go. Um, Authors can pursue TV rights by themselves, and then they would be um, and it depends on their contract with their publishing company. Mm-hmm. If the publisher has some sort of a TV in the contract with the author, then they may be the ones pursuing it. Um, they, I, I've heard of publishing companies, you know, they'll cut an author a check and say, we want film rights for this. And whether or not the author, you know, some authors have, have done that and then kick themselves in the pants later on when that goes huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most of the time that it, it's tough to get into the film industry. But if so, if the author does it, has the full rights to the TV, then typically the author would be the one going out and doing that. In our case, uh, we have a very close relationship with this author. So we um, decided to go in as a team mm. on this project. And obviously, as a publishing company, we couldn't go in and produce and create this project without mm-hmm. his brain. 
Mm-hmm. Because there's three different timelines that go on in, in the storyline. Um, it bounces back in time, comes forward. Uh, it's got, uh, like I said, the language, the the connection between all of the characters and everything that happens. There's so much involvement that it, there. if we were to try and do this project without him, we would absolutely destroy it. <laughs> we would, mm-hmm. it, would, it wouldn't come out very good at all. So we needed him and his involvement. So at some point, depending on where, you know, the studio and, and distribution, which, whichever direction that goes, the, he'll be involved um, with this project because of the connection he has now with the showrunner. At what level? Uh, not sure. I mean, he could be also an executive producer, standalone. He could be on the writing team. I mean, that kind of ends up being a decision that the, the showrunner makes when, when they move in that direction. Yeah, I was interested in that because I mean, I'm an author publisher myself, so like the concept of like wanting to be part of the process seems important to me. So that's why I was also interested in that that concept of the publisher. Um, You know, like you all seem very like right now you seem very like part of that whole process, because like with film, it seems like the screenwriter will sell a script and then the studio is like awesome. And then they just, you know, whatever it ends up being whatever they want. But right. I love the idea of maybe it being more of like a collaboration. And it seems like at least so far, things have been very collaborative. Yeah, they have. <clears throat> and that was something we felt was important with this project. I mean, we're we're fairly intimate with the work. So uh, we talked to, I mean, that's that's one thing I can recommend 100%. Mm-hmm. Make, make phone calls to individuals in the industry and, and don't try and sell them. Don't try and, and you know, just have conversations with them. You know, mm. we did a lot of that. We, we met with um, executive producers. We met with showrunners. We, we tried to, we met with a uh, local production studio in our region that is, you know, they're fairly large uh, mm. called North by Northwest, but we contacted the, the CEO of the company and just said, Hey, we're working on this project and would love to just kind of share, just share stories with you, share, mm. share what you're, you know, what you see in the industry and, and that was a big step for us because we got we learned a lot about getting into this process. And you know, there was opportunities for us to sell the project uh, outright. That mm-hmm. that was something that came up pretty early. Um, and you know, we we entertained that idea. We thought mm-hmm. about it, but then we looked at it and went, you know, let's 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 kind of ride this train a little bit more before we, we commit to that. We, mm-hmm. we just didn't want to, we didn't feel like that. It, it just didn't feel right. But, mm-hmm. but that might be the best thing for, you know, depending on the project. Um, and this was a, you know, the first thing we were offered was a, was a movie. Um, and the concept was to launch over in 80 uh, other territories outside the United States. And mm-hmm. that was the, the initial, you know, um, pitch to us or initial ask was, Hey, we want to do this project and this is what we want to do. And then mm-hmm. once it's successful there, we'll bring it back to the United States. And, but again, movie to pack all of this into a film, um, just seemed a little, a little tough and yeah. the cost and the budget for that. Um, not that we would be in involved at that point, but we, we felt like, okay, maybe more, again, getting back to TV series, let's continue to go down that road. So, but yeah, we had, we had some conference calls with individuals that said, you know, wonderful. Um, you know, we, we definitely were, you know, we, we found our way sort of through this, this, uh, this network and we made some, 
some conversations with individuals that uh, really helped us out and guided us. And, you know, we, we talked with one of the, the showrunners that um, currently is with Netflix. And, and of course, you know, he wasn't the fit for our project, mm-hmm. um, but he certainly offered to help us in any way that he can. And that was, you know, both sides. We, we both agreed with that. He, he had a certain niche that he went into, but mm. the information we gathered just from those conversations was, was absolutely invaluable. I mean, have those conversations for sure. Yeah, no, that sounds very like the, the great advice. So I want to ask about time frame. So when you like option a book, I, I know that there are, are uh, some, you know, kind of guidelines of like, okay, the production company, studio, whoever it is, they have a certain amount of time before uh, if it doesn't get greenlit or produced, then right. like the rights revert back to the publisher. Like, so I'm just wondering that whole process. Um, and then if you have any tips on navigating that, you know, one year, two year, or maybe that's not within your control. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of out of your control once you go into the point of okay, we've got attached director, attached showrunner. We're we're now at the phase of we're communicating with studios, and I mean, at that point, um, that whole process for a publishing company can take anywhere from a year to two years. When we started the the idea of okay, let's let's look into converting this to to film let's see if we can move in that direction and our readers actually were were one of the the guiding principles for us on this one because they we we saw a lot of reviews that were like boy this would be great for film this would be great for tv and so we thought okay yeah this could be great for film and tv it's actually made for tv in our opinion so when we started the the conversation um uh we 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 went out and and talked to some individuals that um, obviously they're, they're in the industry and we had some, some proposals to us about what we should do. And we sat down as a team, um, got the company together, sat down and we, we looked at it on the table and we kind of went, okay, so is this the direction we should go? Cause we, we didn't know. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we were just learning and, and figuring it out. Well, we thought, uh, let's make sure we're making the right decision. So, um, we, uh, one of our uh, team members, she had a, she was friends with uh, Ellen Travolta, who's uh, John Travolta's sister. Mm-hmm. And so we called Ellen and, and said, hey, would you mind just sitting down with us and kind of hearing us out what we've got going on? And of course, uh, she's such a great personality. Mm. We met with her and she was wonderful. She said, well, it's not exactly how I've seen it done before. Mm-hmm. So I, I would recommend, and she kind of started giving us that first groundwork of, you know, why don't, and, and it was funny because we had Michael Kep with us at the time, the mm-hmm. author, mm-hmm. and she looked at Michael and she goes, why don't you write the script? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Michael was like, well, well, I've never written a script before. And she's yeah. like, yeah, but aren't you a writer? She's like, I, she, and she kind of made the direction to say, Hey, I would either a, suggest you write the script, mm-hmm. the initial pilot, or hire somebody to work with you on writing that mm-hmm. first script. Mm-hmm. And that was where it kind of started. And, um, and the investment to do that was far less than, you know, other things that we were looking at. This industry, it's a big, big, you know, everybody's going to come at you and say, hey, we can get you there. Cut us a big check. <laughs> and right. Right. And I think the the big thing for for us was uh, okay. Is uh, what 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 guarantees are we going to have or, that we're going to get to that process? And there there are none. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, and we didn't feel very comfortable with that. We felt like, well, we want more skin in the game then. We want our fingers kind of more involved. We want to be a part of that process. So that was how we we sort of directed and shifted after the original process. And that was about six months that we worked on that. And then once we we decided we were going to have the author involved with the production of the first script, that was probably another six months. Um, we felt like we had a package good enough to approach an executive producer and say, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, they loved it. They thought it was great. Of course, then they completely changed everything, which was fine. And then on we went. So yeah. I, I would say about one to two years. I mean, it's been two years for us. So <laughs> It's crazy how it, that's always the case. I mean, even publishing a book takes years and oh gosh, you're just, yeah, yeah you're just yeah. like, wow, like my whole, this is my life. So, you know, right. you're, you want to find something you really are passionate about because you're going to spend years doing that. Yeah. yeah. Especially with this paper shortage, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I know that uh, that's causing a lot of trouble. I know, like, we have the holidays coming up, so people are real worried yeah. about that. Um, so, yeah. yeah I, well, I wanted to ask about then. Um, do you look when you're looking for manuscripts? Do you look for things that seem like they might option well, like they might be cinematic in quality, or is that kind of an afterthought? Like, you already had this series, and then, like you said, the the readers were like, "Hey, this would make a good TV show mm-hmm. or movie." You know, I, I love that you bring that up because. As a publishing company, when we first started, uh, the question we always got was, what's your niche? What's your mm-hmm. genre that you're going for? And we didn't really have one. Um, we've been to multiple BEAs. Um, I hear they might come back, which we're excited about. Um, obviously, that's, that's the where, Book Expo, right? Yep. yep okay, book Expo wanna, you're using yep. all this like inside lingo. Sorry, I wanna... sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and we, we, we advanced ourselves to, to get in the industry and, you know, got our distribution company and we, we did all of these things to be a publishing company, but we didn't really know what our specific niche was. And mm-hmm. after we got into this, um, we, we've decided that that's kind of where we're going with our publishing company. We're, mm-hmm. We've got a really good um, network now. And so we're going to start looking at manuscripts that we feel do translate from book to film. Oh, wow. I I think there's an advantage to coming in with, as a team, when you come in as a publishing company and you, you approach it from both angles and you look at those things and, and you, you invest in both sides, I think it, it makes for a better product. And so that's, that's really number one, what we're looking at right now. Yeah. And of course, when the project is eventually made, I mean, it sells more books, you know, people are like, oh, yeah. I got to read the, the book versions. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. And, and it's a weird thing, too. Uh, you can have a great book. It comes out in film. Maybe the book wasn't realized. All of a sudden, the book's realized. Yeah, yeah. And that's interesting because then, yeah, now people have those two to compare and then they're like, oh, I like the book better. And you're like, that's fine because we sell the book. Right. So we're. <laughs> yeah. We like the book better too. <laughs> yeah. We, we love it. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like, like you meant, you were mentioning, it sounds like a long process. So I'm just wondering, like, just kind of in general terms, if there's any challenges you've kind of run across that you're like, okay, this is something we learn from. And then other people, maybe when they're just starting out, they don't make those same mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I would say uh, certainly don't don't rush. That mm. that's the biggest thing. Um, it can get real fast, real exciting in the film industry. And my biggest thing is just don't rush. Take your time, because we were ready to pull the trigger and make decisions that mm. we ended up always taking that extra week to just analyze it. And, you know, is this the right decision? Do we really want to make this decision? And you would feel the pressure mm. from the outside. You know 
you need to do this, you need to do this. And don't let that pressure make the decision for you. I always realize that, you know, this is your choice and you need to make sure that you stay in control of that choice. Because once you give that up, then it's in the hands of somebody else now and you're, you're now you're relying on them. So uh, don't be afraid to say, you know, we're going to take some time to think about it. Right. Um, and we had that conversation. And of course, you know, there is that, uh, well, yeah, but that op- option, that opportunity may not be here at that point in time. That's okay. Yeah. You know, okay. We understand. And, and we'll, we'll go a different direction then. So that, but that pressure at that point in time, because the success and what they're, what you're seeing in front of you can sometimes make you make a different direction. But I, I, that would be my biggest advice would be just take your time. Don't feel like you have to make a decision at that point, just because you're feeling pressured to do so. And if you're feeling pressured to do so, that's probably a reason why not to. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And you know, I was just thinking that also there are marketing opportunities uh, like I've seen books that they change the cover and it says now a major motion picture with blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like I- yeah. I'm sure at some point you all might start like doing that type of marketing for the the book and, you know, mentioning the movie coming out or sorry, the TV show in this case. Yeah. Yeah. yeah soon as, you know, and that all comes down to distrib- distribution. When, when we engage in a contract with the distributor, that's going to be the part where will they, won't they, as far as what we can do on the marketing side. Because a lot of the, the studios and distributors, they've got their hand in that uh-huh. and they're going to want to be involved. So, you know, we're, we're ready to go on our end. We, we've got everything kind of mindset of what we want, um, new series type, you know, new, new series covers, new um, with those things. We did, we got this, um, when, when we got a little bit ahead of ourselves, of course, we, we went after some talent in the initial go. And one of the characters that we went after was Vigo Mortensen. And oh. uh, uh, Vigo uh, uh, didn't want to commit to that long of a, of a series because the yeah. character we were, we were wanting him to look at was, I mean, that's day one to the end of the, end of the series. Yeah. But he gave us a really nice compliment that we were allowed to put on our, uh, so newearth.tv. Oh. Yeah, so, so it's kind of neat. We get to, to, I think it was a um, excellent, um, for the thriller genre or something like that. And it's on our newearth.tv is the uh, official website that we put together that um, kind of talks a little bit about the project and who's involved at this point. And then as we add more individuals and we get to that point, we'll, we'll grow that piece. But um, that was one of the things that we, we realized, okay, oops, <laughs> Did, <laughs> we're not ready for that yet. Let's back up and what do we need to do first? And so- right. Um, you know, our executive producer was quick to go, oh, you're a little ahead of the game there. Let's, <laughs> let's get a director first. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, actors, I mean, they have very busy schedules. They go from project to project. So, yeah. but, you know, it, but there are sometimes that they will champion a project and they'll, I mean, they'll even become like an executive producer or something, you know, like, cause they're just yep. that passionate. So, yeah. But like you were saying, I mean, there's a huge time commitment. So, um, but yeah, it's interesting cause you have to navigate all this as you go along and there's like, mm-hmm. you, you learn, you learn all these lessons. So, I mean, uh, so we're, we're coming near the end of the time. I I'm excited for you all. And I'm, you know, I really appreciate you for sharing your experience, yeah. um, because other people, I know they're really interested in, in making this type of thing happen for their books, but it can feel very daunting cause they're like, why well, do right. publishing, but like film and TV is a whole other world. And then they, they feel yeah. in over their head immediately. 
Right. Yeah. No, it's true. And and if your publisher, as an author, if you have a publishing company that that works in that industry or that's involved in that industry, that's great. I mean, if they've been there and done that, that's that's fantastic. I, I'm not sure from you know the indie publishers and how many have have gone that direction. Um, I know a lot of the, of course, the bigs are mm. are involved, but their projects are are fairly different. I mean, I think from from the standpoint of what we're trying to do, we're you know we're obviously taking an author that has some success, but mm-hmm. but is still relatively new in the minds of you know mainstream. So getting to that stage, yeah, it's it it's a lot of work. Um, and if your publishing company is involved, then that's fantastic. I mean, really, for any author. Yeah, well, Michael Kep better get ready to be the next George R. R. Martin. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or he would he would probably say the next J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> oh, it, great. Sounds great. Yeah. But then people are gonna be like, when's the next one? We right? need it immediately. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I've actually told him that. I'm like, yeah, you better start writing again. All right, yeah. They're gonna cause they're gonna look for source material and then you know you yeah. need to have the next book. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited for you all. Congratulations. Uh, it's very, just, it's, you know, it's a huge achievement. Um, and I, it's nice to see indie publishers getting into this realm. Uh, because, uh, you know, like you said, the, all the, the big publishers, they have movies all the time, TV shows, but uh, yeah. I, I'm just so excited for you all to, to have this uh, come Thank about. You. Um, so everyone listening and watching, make sure to go to Will Dreamly Arts website. It's uh, willdreamlyarts.com so there you go that's easy yeah. um, and uh, uh, we appreciate everyone for listening uh, This, if you want to learn more about IBPA of course uh, please go to ibpa-online.org and make sure to subscribe to this podcast everywhere you get podcasts uh, it drops every last Thursday of every month so keep watching uh, Andreas I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this is just such great information I, I got some stuff out of it um, myself. So I, I just, I really appreciate you for sharing your knowledge with other uh, indie publishers. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.